September 11, a day of remembrance all over our nation today. There will be ceremonies uh, for the purpose of encouraging to people to remember what happened on that day. The reason why we do this at a national level is because there's something about, we want people to never forget. And, and there's, there's also the purpose of engendering almost a fervor, a national unity aspect around something in this service. They don't, when they have these services, they don't just want us to remember and move on, just as it's a thought like, oh, I remember two plus two is four. They want you to remember and to feel and to, to engage in that moment. Well, in like manner, and obviously even before any of these remembrances took place, Jesus called us to remember what he had done for us. And he doesn't just want us to remember in the aspect of Yes, he died for me. Yes, he lived, so on and so forth. He doesn't just want us to go through the, the built-in kinesthetic motion that we've done so many times of putting a cracker in our mouth and chewing it up and drinking a drink, but, but he wants it to be more. He wants there to be something deeper there. This week, I had the privilege of sitting with a couple. They are going to be getting married soon and they're going to be baptized uh, and become members here at the Spencerville Church. And the, the lady, I was going to call her young lady, but she's my age. I am young too, so young lady. The young lady uh, said to me, do you remember your first sin after your baptism? <laughs> and I said, no, there's been way too many. I can't remember just that one. But what I did remember as I sat there with this couple is the wonder of falling in love with Jesus. The beauty and the power of falling in love with Jesus. Jeremy and Sabrina already read it, but I would ask you again to open your Bibles to Ephesians chapter uh, 3. So it's Paul's prayer to this church. For this reason, I kneel before the Father. And this is our, my prayer for us today from whom every family in heaven on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all of the Lord's people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever, amen. We come today into this service to remember this love of Christ, which the Bible says surpasses all knowledge. Now, I want you to think about that because, because you intellectually, probably 99% of us know that Jesus loves us. But does that love that Jesus has for you surpass 
knowledge? Is it something that goes deeper than just a cognitive recognition? Does it do something in your, in your spirit? I'm sitting across from this couple this week and, 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 and I can hear in their voices every new thing they learn about Jesus they're so excited about. As, as they talk about when they read scripture, they, they talk about how, how amazing it is. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, this is not just knowledge. They, they're getting something that surpasses knowledge. They're understanding the, the depth and the width and the height and the breadth of the love of Christ. And I'm thinking, I don't know what my first sin after baptism was, but I remember that feeling that they have there. They didn't tell me this, but someone else told me the story that, that this lady, she, she gets up around five in the morning and she goes and gets her coffee don't judge her. She goes and gets her coffee at uh, 7-Eleven and she sits on a bench outside 7-Eleven and as people walk in, she asks them if they want to pray with her. And people take her up on this offer. Why is she doing this? Because she's discovered the love of Jesus and it surpasses all knowledge and she just wants to share that with people. And it reminded me of when I first accepted Christ and, and, and my buddies and I, my buddy Scott and I used to go to Denny's. Now I had gone to Denny's pre, prior to this for, for other uh, nefarious things when I had the munchies at two or three in the morning. But now my, my heart was changed. Some of you got that munchies joke. Others of you didn't. Praise God. Testify to your holiness. We love it. Um, but, but, but we would go there and I wasn't as brave as this young lady who just asked people, strangers walking by if they want to pray. We would put the Bible on the edge of the table, like teetering, hoping that maybe the waitress or someone would walk by and knock it off. And then we could use that as like, oh yeah, we're, we're just here reading the Bible. It's okay, you know. Oh, by the way, do you know the Bible? You know, we'd like to tell you about Jesus. I remember that, 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 that joy that was in us, that, 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 that fire that was in us. To tell people about this love that we discovered that surpassed just knowledge. When we think about the communion service, think about how the fact that some of us have done this hundreds, maybe some of you have done this thousands of times. You don't need anyone to tell you exactly what to do or to remind you. Probably most of you don't need to know what the emblems stand for or mean. But when you pause and remember, is it more than just a knowledge? Is it a moment that surpasses knowledge? Does it stir in your being? Does it give you goosebumps? Does it give you just this twinkle in your eye and this spirit in your voice of what this means to, to be in love with Jesus. The Bible tells us, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of the fullness of God. If the love of God is simply a matter of knowledge and it's not something that actually surpasses knowledge, it goes beyond even what we can comprehend that there's something that, that we recognize that this is so much bigger than me, then we're not able to be filled to the full measure of God. That's what that says. That they may know the, the love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled 
to the measure of all the fullness of God. Some of us are familiar with a passage in the book of Revelation, chapter two. It's a little letter to a group of people in Ephesus, the same group that Paul was writing to years and years before. He prayed that you will know the love of God. And, and at one point, they did know that love of God that surpassed knowledge. They had such a joy. They had such a passion. They had such a, such a hope in them. And yet, years have gone by and they've become good Christians who do the right things, who say the right things, who know the right things. And now John's saying to them, God has something against you. You've forgotten your first love. You've forgotten to, to be so excited about the word of God that you'll sit outside a 7-Eleven on a bench just to ask someone to pray and hopefully get a chance to tell them about how awesome Jesus is. You, 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 you become so proper in your knowledge of Jesus that, that you've forgotten what it's like to sit in a Denny's and, and put a Bible on the edge of the table, just, just hoping that, that it will somehow trigger some sort of conversation to tell people that, that Jesus loves them. You've forgotten to talk about Jesus with a, with a twinkle in your eye and with, with, with hope in your voice. You've forgotten to come to the table of communion and remember how simple it is. There's a song some of you might have remember hearing during COVID, our young people, Rachel Rajarathnam and Cameron Mayer and Caleb and others uh, sang this song. It was called Communion. It's about this moment of what communion means. And, and the first verse is, take me back to the garden, lead me back to the moment I heard your voice. Take me back to communion. Lead me back to the moment I saw your face. And then the next line is, and it was oh so simple. It was so easy to love. We started a tradition in our family where we, every Friday night as we welcome in the Sabbath, we take the bread and we take the juice, we read the scripture, and then we sing this song. Now we're not as good as them, so we ask Alexa to sing along with us. But we sing this song. And it was oh so simple then, so easy to love. I want us on this Sabbath day, on this, during this communion service on September 11, 2021, to remember what Christ has done for us, but, but to not remember in the way that the Ephesians did in the book of Revelation, simply from knowledge but to remember from hearts that are touched in such a way what their experiences, their experiencing surpasses their knowledge. The Bible says in Revelation, God calls them to remember and repent the height from which they've fallen. If you've never had that first love experience with Christ, then I would encourage you to right now just invite Jesus into your heart. It is that simple. He can change you. He can make you new. 
can take all that was before and turn it into a glorious experience. He is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. Knowledge is important. I love to study. I love to get smarter. I love it. Give me a good commentary. Oh man, I'll eat it up. But there's something in this text that says goes beyond knowledge, surpasses knowledge, and is immeasurably more than what I can imagine. That means I've got to connect what's here to here. And I've got to experience Jesus in that first love way once again. So today, as you eat the bread and you drink the juice, pray that you'll do so like that first time that you realize that Jesus is in love with you and that he has done everything to save you. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your grace towards us and your mercy. Speak to our hearts now on this day of remembrance. May we know the height and the depth and the richness of your love. A love that is informed by knowledge, but that goes beyond knowledge. Lord, help us to remember that moment when we first saw you and how simple it was then to experience that once again now. In your name I pray, amen.